0: Welcome to the J Train Podcast, this is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, we're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Ooh. Ah, 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 That's the sound I make whenever you guys make it your Instagram stories. That's the the king. I've heard it. I've heard it happen in real time. You've been here. Mm -hmm. When someone makes their Instagram stories and I pull up, I pull up my notifications. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ah, uh, what, is, what is that? And I go, that, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, someone just happened. posted their Instagram so That's what that was. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ah, 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 oh, oh, yeah. Instagram stories. That's what it feels like. And if you're listening right now, I want to let you know in on a little bit of an announcement. You might have missed it last episode. I want to make sure you got it. Ring that bell, Shelby. My debut stand-up album is out. It's out there. You can stream it everywhere. Apple Music. You can do Pandora. Spotify. You can share that, too. Spotify has a fun little thing. Top right corner, the top right corner, there's like three little dots, and then you can share it straight to Instagram. I've seen that's very clean, looks nice. Clean look, great on the stories. I'd love for you to hit that three button. I would love for you to hit that, share it on your Instagram stories. The album is called Always a Mama Bear. It's out there. You can stream it. If you're already paying the whatever dollar a month for Apple Music or whatever, streaming platform you use you can listen to it the whole album it's right there and uh, some of you are like what's a stand-up album it's a night where you're like in the club with me you're in the audience without having to be there so you can sit there and in your car or at the gym and if you close your eyes for a couple seconds not too long on the road you can feel like you're in the comedy club with me we taped it this summer from gotham comedy club such a fantastic night, and uh, it's years of work coming to fruition. So it's not like this podcast where we just read the emails, and we'll get to the show. It's a different vibe. Yeah, it's a produced piece. Mm-hmm. It's my art. It's at your best. It's me at my best. At your most polished. Well, I don't say I don't want to say it's my most polished. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you. Okay, but. You know, I think this is a good starting point. This is where, like, I want, you know, you want more from the stand-up. I want to be on the specials and all this stuff. But this is a good place. It's it's a nice little mile marker for me. Yes, absolutely. So get involved. Go listen. Always a Mama Bear. It's on all the streaming platforms. Just search my name, Jared Freed. Subscribe to me. Hit the thumbs up, Pandora. That's a real helpful thing. Here's what you don't understand, and this is... I, I like to let you guys in on the economics of these things. Mm-hmm. I I was an econ major in college, so okay. I, this interests me. You the, the world now revolves around streams and stuff. Every time my thing plays randomly on someone's phone, I get some little shekel in my pocket. I get paid. Wet my beak. So when you hit a thumbs up, that feels like something... You know, we've been conditioned to think that these likes and thumbs up and whatever, they're so we, we, we hold on to them. Yeah. But you can get me paid just by hitting that thing.
1: Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. Yeah,
0: get me away from the poor people. That's what I'm trying to do. So I need you people to whatever you can touch on the screen that ups my album, do it.
2: Search the screen, people.
0: Tickle the twine. Mm-hmm. So that's my announcement This week, it's Tuesday I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin uh, Get those tickets, jaredfried.com Bring a crew, bring a crew Because that album I won't be doing any of the jokes off of that album Whole new hour That's right A lot of ha's to be had just, That's so much comedy It's a lot of comedy, mm-hmm. a lot of laughs But listen, we all needed some laughs Also the next week, after the high Jewish holiday, I will be doing the live view ups. Um, bring a crew, events, Columbus Day weekend, no excuse. So come on out, Miami, Orlando, Nashville, Atlanta. Um, very excited about today's guest, a new guest. I, I, it's taken way too long. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm very happy to have him on. Hilarious comedian. Anika White. Thank you for coming yeah. on Yeah. Jared, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. It took too long. Brother My the apologies. Ple- no need, man. The pleasure first of all I almost pleasure. read your Instagram handle. I look at you, you're getting a double horn from Shelby. Very appreciate you, Shell. Uh, at I almost read your handle by accident. At Nico White ninety three. Go follow. Go support. So funny.
1: Please do. And that's N E K O W 9 3
0: There it is. N E K O. I I've known Nico. I've known you forever for a very long time. Yeah. How, how long has it been? I
1: think six, seven, if not eight. When years? did you start? I started in 07. 07? Oh, se- yeah. You I've been started doing before me. Mm hmm. I've been doing comedy twelve years, bro.
0: Twelve years. But you're how old? Twenty six. Which is weird because the thing is, it's so funny when you meet people doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at open mics, we're around the scene, whatever, in New York. And you meet Nico, and I'm like, this is an 18-year-old kid. Yep. And I remember you were like, and I remember when you turned 21, mm-hmm. it was at we were at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Yes. And you were like, I'm having my first drink. Having a drink. Yeah. And, and you were like having a daiquiri. Mm-hmm. I remember this. Going hard. Do you feel like, you know, so how old were you when you started stand-up comedy?
1: So I was 14 when I started. I'm in high school, first day. And my teacher, we had this thing called advisory class. So it was kind of like a free period, but it was too early to send you home. So you would either get advisory for two or three days out the week and have gym the other days. Mm -hmm. So... My teacher asked if anyone had a talent. So this girl went up and sung a song, and I'm sitting there. Mind you, I've never been like – I was never the class clown or sure. anything like that. I was never that fun, you uh-huh. know what I mean? But I was always funny, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. So that's how I stayed. Well,
0: you know what's funny about stand-up is like someone meets you and goes, you do stand-up? Well, tell us a joke. And you're right, like, and that's not how it works. That's not how it works. And then you're like, you know, stand-ups are more – You know, there are the class clown versions of stand ups. I would say, but I was always
1: a people watcher.
0: Well, this is like, that's what I'm kind of saying is that I would say improvisers are more class clowns. Yes. 100%. Stand-ups are more whisper in the back of the class. and tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that was me. That was me all day. But I met a kid, my best friend to this day, a kid named Rodney. Rodney kind of looks like me.
0: Well, stand-ups are more haters, like
1: me. if I was going to say. Like. I mean, I, I, I ain't going to act like you wrong because <laughs> it literally gets to the reason of why sure. I found it. So first day of school is the orientation day, right? Mm-hmm. So I meet Rodney. Now, Rodney is my height. This nigga kind of looks like me. Mm-hmm. and He sounds just like me. Okay. So... The fucking first day of school, this girl named Crystal, nice looking skinny chick, right? Mm. Immediate first day crush. And everything Rodney's saying, she's fucking dying. Everything I'm saying, she's like, "Uh all right, Rodney, back to what you were saying. Oh, wow. So now I'm like, well, shit, I ain't got the best game. I wasn't a nerd. I was always like nerd adjacent, the cool nerd. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm about to fade into fucking blackness in high school. I'm not going to get any pussy. So next day. Ms. Richardson asked if anybody has a talent, and I watched this girl sing a song, and I'm sitting there, and something in my mind was like, go tell jokes. Okay. I went up, and I tried it. She let me do five minutes, and it fucking worked. Really? Yep, it worked.
0: That girl's not talking to Rodney anymore. Nah, nah. <laughs> I was the most popular kid in school from that day on. So how do you find it? Like, I'm thinking of me at 14. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking like, well, now it's time to find the open mics. My like, teacher, Miss
1: Richardson, she yeah. told she told me about open mics. Bro, I didn't know that you could even do this. I thought you had to go to school to like I thought Martin I and all I, those guys went oh, to like, school like, to do this
0: shit. <laughs> they went to, I thought it was a college.
1: college. Clown you. I shit you not. Yeah. Jeff, I, I <laughs> actually thought Shelby, but I, like, I, I mean, actually thought you go to school. It's for
0: funny this. when you say, like, I didn't know this was a job. I don't think anyone knows it's a job. I, I I feel the same way. I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't even think of like how you become a stand up comedian no. you know like i i but i i guess i thought of it, like it it just never
1: occurred to me mm-hmm. my my parents were so um shocked by it cuz i was doing it for 2 years before i invited them to mm-hmm. anything right and i did a documentary some years ago called one Mike, and my mom said she was like we were shocked mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because we had never heard him like tell a joke, we had never heard him curse. I was always funny, but I was never like the guy that
0: stood up and asked for attention, of course, you know what i'm saying well that's a, that's the a miscon you know misconception about stand ups is like. Mm-hmm. You're on stage. You love attention. It's, it's like, like no. No, I like uh I like peace. Yeah. I like quiet and <laughs> solitude a lot
1: more than you might think. Yeah. But I, I do I I do have a little bit of attention horror in me now.
0: Well, you know what? You like getting a, a whole room of people on the same page. Yes. 100%. And that's kind of the it's like, you know, sometimes uh, when a joke works, it it's like putting the last piece of the puzzle into the into the board. You're like a hundred you know, you know they have those videos online mm-hmm. where it's um uh what do they call it? like comfort oh, porn? Oh the soothing
1: the soothing videos. Like you'll watch somebody cut through some shit or yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate to say I that I kinda get called. off on those. No, but that's uh, that so I get off a little bit to me I'm like when someone's like I can't believe someone watches a honeycomb get the honey but yeah like, no but that's kind of the feeling i oddly get satisfying. oddly satisfying oddly satisfying there it is. i knew shelly would have it so <laughs> i i i think it's oddly satisfying when a joke gets the laugh yes from the whole room it, yes. that's i get that same way it's the need of acknowledgement
1: and being positively acknowledged mm. in those moments because i'm telling you bro whatever that was i fell in love And I was doing it three times a week in class.
0: Oh, in class. In class. How do you get up in class and do it? Miss Richardson. She was just
1: saying, give us the new five? It legit went like this. Okay, first day of school, fucking I'm falling into blackness. Second day of school, all right. uh, Who has a talent? Who has a talent. Now, that was a Friday. So Monday and Tuesday, I had gym. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, my classmates,
0: what, who who the fuck wants to do work? And no, if you they miss wanna, Richardson. They, they'll take anything. Right. So yeah. if you miss Richardson. That's why Dark Crystal was a popular movie. Everyone's like, uh, just put on a movie. We there you go. Care. Yeah.
1: So for Miss Richardson, it gave her a period to catch up on some work. And it gave my Ms. classmates a fucking time. Yeah. Like 15 minutes to just be. And Lord knows it wasn't like
0: a solid
1: act. You yeah, know what I mean? I was just course, going up. But it's
0: your friend going up and it's kind of cool. And and this nigga's so, getting you through the day. Sure, but what do, now you go to. How old were you when you were at your first open month? 14. So. So what, where do you go? Like, I'm wondering because it's like you're 14, you're walking in there and there's a mm-hmm. bunch of 25 year olds. Yeah, but nobody
1: really knew my age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would have to tell you how old I was. Now, mind you, you could look at my face and tell because I didn't have any facial hair. Sure. I still had my neck kind of grown seeing into you my and face.
0: You, I was like, he's young, mm-hmm. but like. You don't walk young. Yes. You know, you have a, uh, an older demeanor. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that's what kept me from getting, like, carded. A lot of comedy clubs. Mm. Fucking, first place I went was hot. So when Ms. Richardson told me about open mics, I didn't know what the fuck that was, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, open mic? What, what does that even mean? So I didn't have a computer. I didn't have cable or anything like that. So they had, um, it's like a community center, the Children's Aid Society. Mm. So I went downstairs. I went around the corner, and I Googled open mics in New York City. And the Bad Slava list popped up. Yeah. And I, that was a Monday. For those of you
0: listening, and this is very inside comedy. Inside baseball, yeah. Uh, bad Slava is just a B-A-D-S-L-A-V-A mm-hmm. is a directory where you can find any open mic all around the country.
1: Yes. And I, I hope that guy has made like millions of dollars he off of it. He helps a lot
0: of people. I hope he has me, because. Me included. I used to go through Bad Slava mm-hmm. every morning. Mm-hmm. I would go through it and I'd be like. And I would make a schedule. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, here's the ten, o- here's the eight o'clock, here's the nine o'clock, here's mm-hmm. the ten o'clock, here's the midnight.
1: I'm a, I'm gonna pay you a compliment in oh. a second. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get real sappy for mm. the people that listen to this podcast. But get give me like a minute sure. to get through this story. I'll, so I'll
0: wait for my compliment. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> I go um and I look I look at the thing and I see they have High on Tuesday and they have Stand Up New York on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I go to High Comedy Club and you guys would never notice, but the High Comedy Club was like the fucking the bottom of the barrel of the barrel yeah
0: it it, it it the one thing it was known for was you would smell like fries yes after being there yes yeah and
1: your spirit would also smell like fries yeah, after being there f-
0: you had fry spirit yeah so what's i the downside
1: <laughs> what's the downside <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah this so i walk in right and the people there were just like rude and the guy like cisco he's gotten much better as a human being sure like but he gave me some good advice i'll be honest i came in I'm dressed to the nines. I had on my Easter outfit, you know what I'm saying? Shades yeah, and all you're that. ready
0: to go. You're ready to go to Hollywood, yes, yeah, cause
1: I'm like, this is how silly I was. I thought if I did this open mic and killed it, that I could retire.
0: Well, listen, <laughs> you're not what's interesting, and like to relate this to anyone that's sitting at home and like, you know, when you are young, and I was the same way. Mm-hmm. you think, well, If I perform here and do well here, they'll be like, you're our new kid in town. Yes. We're going to take you under. And then I think the realities of life wake you up to like, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. I wasn't even thinking that far. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't even smart enough to think
1: that far. I was thinking if I just go and I kill this and I've done comedy. successfully, I've done it in school. I'm most probably kidding in school. Sure. I've done it in a comedy club. I can retire. Of course. I literally was thinking about hanging my quote unquote crown up after this (laughs) open mic. So nigga, I go on this mic. I sign my name up. I'm like number 22. And I'm the only one that still has like levity left in their spirit. Sure. So I'm laughing at every goddamn thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take much to get a giggle out of me. And
0: your first. You're your first mic. You haven't done this a thousand times. No, I'm not bitter yet. Yeah. (laughs) So now people like
1: dying dogs deaths. I'm like, well, damn, maybe maybe these people just don't like these people. But I'm funny. I'll be fine. And thank God I started before starting on the open mic scene here, because what people don't understand is that the open mic scene in New York City is a fucking cheese grater to your ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: it's no it's a it's it's very tough to start here as someone who started here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's pluses and minuses to everything. I think, pluses and minuses I think to st- everything. I, whenever someone asks me for advice, I'm always like, just start. Likewise. Yeah, that's what I know, tell people, too. Just start. get it. You know, they'll go, you know the, the one thing you always hear from people that want to do comedy, they'll go, mm-hmm. well, I, I, I'm i writing out my first five first. I'm like, no, 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 no. That just ain't five go, minutes. Just go. do it. It's the most physical art form. It's the only one
1: you have to leave the house for. You'll get up and think you have that five minutes, and mm. then you'll be done with that shit so quick when it's not working, because that's yeah. what happened to me.
0: And you a tear will run down your cheek, and yep. you'll be like, well, I'm never doing that. It just sets you up for a, a bit of failure you're not expecting.
1: 100%. Yeah. So now I do my set, and I'm thinking it's going to go well mm. or whatever, and every joke is dying. And I had never bombed like this before. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, if all those fails, my last joke always kills. It's a joke about my cousin shitting in the toilet and not flying. Mm-hmm. i hit the joke this is the reaction i got i'll never forget it shit keeps me up at night i got uh, ha! <laughs> and that <laughs> shit crushed me yeah dog.
0: look at the audience here it's feather studios they do that too that's a, that's their move me yeah, i was so i
1: was so <laughs> no that's all too much reaction than what i got i got a single a high here loved it and stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so when i got that i was like okay it'll never be that bad again sure and it going as bad as it did is what kept me in it
0: and yeah because now again back to that puzzle mm-hmm. you're just trying to figure you're like ah, i gotta figure this out how do i figure it yeah, out yeah 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 and then from that i started putting all my jokes on paper
1: and so That's on and it so is. forth it
0: becomes an obsession I'm, i mean i was i'm there with you you know i understand oh, yeah. yeah it's like and it's uh and if it doesn't become that the best advice i got is like if you don't love it don't do it yeah leave <laughs> yeah you leave. know it, there's I've no been, reason i've been doing it so
1: long now that I, a friend of mine just quit and who i think is very talented mm. you know him too i'll t- we'll talk okay, about it after sure. the podcast he just quit and like seven years ago i would have tried to talk him back into it yeah. but now i'm in a space where i'm like you know what man
0: do what you good for do. you yeah yeah, yeah the yeah. fact
1: nah, seriously the fact you that you found something that can keep you sane outside of this fucking sure. lion's den by all means, go and do that.
0: Listen, all of you, Nico's fucking hilarious. All of you need to follow him right now. At NicoWhite93 on Instagram. Go follow. It'll be in my Instagram. Yeah. Use that to get to his stuff. He's headlining New York Comedy Club on yeah. October 25th.
1: Yes, sir. Go
0: to that show. Go to the show, October 25th. Go to his website.
1: NicoWhite.com. It's N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E.com. Love it. All the information for the show will be there. Promo code is Kang. That's K A N G. That'll drop the tickets from tw- from thirty five dollars to twenty five dollars. There
0: you go. So there's a discount. There's your free money from the J Train podcast. Let's do some emails. You
1: ready? Let's do some emails. But before you jump into your emails, and I I I, I host my a podcast myself, so I know mm. what it's like. To throw people off schedule. That'd but no schedule here. The compliment that oh. I was going to pay. Jared <laughs> I forgot. This. I almost oh. I've known Jared since he started, right? Mm-hmm. Back when Jared was just a couple years younger and maybe three pounds lighter. Okay. <laughs> but I'll tell you this there's few people that I know that have worked as fucking hard. Oh, I Like, appreciate sincerely. That. This I, is hard work. I remember I've hard for a long when time. the podcast was new. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't remember if it was under another name or not. It was
0: TFM Podcast. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I remember when motherfuckers were like, you know, you get the gossipers on the scene, like because sure. you were still new, sure. so then they didn't have a reason to respect you. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, well, what the fuck is he doing? Blah 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 blah. In spite of all that shit, not only did you grow the podcast, but I remember when we do the, we would do those shitty but necessary rooms. For sure, being in rooms like Grimm's Village Comedy Club, yeah, and the fucking like being in the back of these bars for no money Yuck. or for fuck money. Yeah, I've never seen you complain. I've never seen you yell at anybody. <laughs> So for that and the who's fact who's
0: yelling at people? Oh come on, really? man!
1: There's plenty of fucking sad people yelling <laughs> yeah, at people. Yeah,
0: people are sad.
1: So the fact that you've been able to maintain a your sanity, or so it seems, and b grow your audience the way you've grown your audience, you should fucking be proud of yourself. Thank you, Congratulations. man! I appreciate that.
0: Look at you've touched the hearts
1: of Shelby, of, of Shelby, Jared, and, and the, the, rest the rest whole of the you studio podcast, audience of Feather
0: Studios. Uh-huh. Thank you. A tear. Running down my cheek. Let's do the emails. I'm pumped Let's to have do the me. emails, and, and man. Listen, everyone should follow Nico. He's fucking hilarious. At Nico White ninety three. We are sponsored, people. We all know how important it is to stay healthy, but the reality is nine out of ten people don't eat enough fruits and veggies. When you don't get the proper nutrition, you increase your risk for chronic illnesses such as type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and even cancer. Michael and Crystal, the founders of Your Super, discovered firsthand how important nutrition is to health. As professional tennis players, they were happy, healthy, and active on and off the court. After Michael was diagnosed with cancer, Crystal started making superfood mixes to help him rebuild his immune system. When they saw the impact of superfood mixes uh, had an improving Michael's health, they knew they needed to share it with the world. Your super is on a mission to improve people's health with the power of superplants. They make it easy for you to get the nutrients your body needs to thrive. Your super's functional superfood and plant protein mixes are made from naturally dried organic whole food superfoods, and nothing else. With your super's 100% transparent supply chain, you know you're getting the cleanest superfood mixes on the market. Okay, so listen, people. Your super is pretty awesome, okay? Um, it's really the easiest, most delicious way to get more fruits and veggies in. You just The, the thing about a, 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 a powder and a mix is you suck it down, you got through it. Okay? And I'm not saying, and the best part about these is they taste delicious too. So it's not like you're sitting there eating a head of broccoli. This is a way to get the broccoli without having to chew the broccoli. You get it? It's a it's fantastic. And I love knowing that the super green mix is keeping my immune system strong and I just feel better. It 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 feels good. So and I like that the company keeps everything transparent. I like that they uh, they're a, you know that they the the they have so many f- recipes and they it's really they're creating a nice little community. So to get the cleanest superfood and plant protein mixes at yoursuper.com. That's y o u r super.com. Y-O-U-R-Super.com. Get 15. That's 15. 15% off your order when you go to use the code JTrain. That's JTrain. That's JTrain at checkout. Go to your and don't forget to get 15% off with promo code JTrain at checkout. Let's do it. JTrain podcast at gma.com is so I bring, so I start with an email that I think would connect with the guest. Okay, well, let's Is see. Is age really just a number? Because oh. I knew, you know, to me, you're always the 18 year old kid. Yeah, you know, and that, and that's not fair. Yeah, you know, but that's the reality of when you meet people. You're like. You know, it's funny that sometimes I'll even remember jokes from people. I don't know any of the act yes. except for the one joke I saw at an open mic the one time that bombed. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always give shit to Greg Stone, who's been on this show all the time, mm-hmm. about a stealing bit he tried to do. Ah. And I and I give him shit about it. And it's like, the, I know a lot of his jokes otherwise, but I'm like, that that to me is like, you know, you see someone through the prism of how you meet himself.
1: I I'm the same way. There's jokes that um like Matt Richards is a good friend of mine, yeah. Most of HQ Trivia. Shout out to Matt. But he used to have this joke about um being Jamaican and the accent was so bad, it was god awful. <laughs> and the punchline was it wasn't me. Yeah. And to this day, I give him shit about that. And
0: he's a fucking
1: fantastic comedian.
0: Sean but Donnelly, you know another is. great comic. Yes. I, every time I see him, he he used to have a joke about someone on his Corner yelling, hey, shorty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I can't, oh, I can, remember I can, him I can just imagine it. him in his cop face Yeah, say Hey, it. shorty. Hey, shorty. <laughs> and I always say it, and he gets annoyed, I think. Uh, hey, Papa JT, uh, the master of moms, the wizard of Haas. Okay. Quick question. I recently started dating someone who is five years younger than me he's 28, I'm 33. We went out to a bar so I, uh, he didn't know my age initially but one of the first few times we hung out he said I don't think I would have talked to you if I knew you were 33. <laughs> oh and later mentioned that he usually dates girls that are 22 to 24. Things were, seem to be going well and it doesn't seem like he is just looking for something casual. My question is should I be worried about this? Does that mean he doesn't see this going anywhere? Thanks for your always hilarious sage advice. If you have time uh, she wants a dating a-, uh, a a classic Shelb lookalike. Classic Shelb has a very strange talent mm-hmm. for uh, figuring out the lookalike of the person writing in. Oh shit! And get him Shelb. There she is on the left, right here. Very cute. <laughs> Uh, very cute but if y'all can see shelby's face why, well, as he, he looks at this motherfucker yo because he's you know this is taking it in this is his,
1: oh i know he's really <laughs> getting he's getting it down because ma'am if you're listening you are very attractive very but cute if you could see shelby's face when he looked at these
0: pictures he's really buffering the study no he's 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 undressing her with his eyes and giving her a a alike to her that she deserves. This is she's very cute. So, what do you think? Very have big. you ever dated someone older?
1: I've dated someone older, and what I would find is that older older women have a thing about them, at least in my experience, where they'll talk to you like you're just learning how to walk. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, oh, look at you, young man. I'm gonna teach you how to. I so. I completely agree, and it's fucking annoying because it's like yeah. a stop patronizing me, and sure. b. You' not about to teach me shit. Yeah.
0: Well, you're here for it. We're right. here. We're here doing this. If you're gonna teach me, just teach me. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. Don't tell me. Don't make everything. You know the. It is annoying. And and girls, women start doing this the minute they graduate. The minute women aren't freshmen in college, they're <laughs> old. Right. They, you know they'll play this game where it's like ah uh, you know seniors so, were the old hens on campus you're like you're 21 my, my nigga they would call
1: me a baby this girl was 27 yeah. i was 23 oh you're a baby bitch we, in the, we we're within the same yeah. presidential term and you're fucking a baby that, that bro that's literally what i was about to say <laughs> you're fucking this baby yeah this is you have this baby's whole
0: dick in your mouth the <laughs> like, what, what are you <laughs> talking like, about? living in that reality. Yeah, I, Stop it is patting annoying. me on my head. Well, it, you know what they're doing and the reason they're doing it is their- Power they're, play, you think? No. it's uh, They're- they're self-conscious but see so they're saying they're trying to get ahead it's like when you get ahead of the joker that's going to be made about you right so no one can ever call her old if she's always calling herself old true but now here's what
1: happens and i think that's kind of what's happening here Mm. is that once once it's known now that because like he said he didn't know she was 32 and now it's all she can think about that's because you were self-conscious already And I think you kind of started a deficit when you come at it that way. Yeah. So where he was just being honest with you. And the fact that he was being honest with you for somebody of his age –
0: is a plus and and for him to say i mean it's a stupid thing to say when it's written out Mm -hmm. but i'm positive he didn't say like i wouldn't go up to you if i had known you were 33 well that's kind of a
1: respect thing too
0: yeah well it's kind of letting her know like listen i just this isn't usually what i'm doing it's not usually what happens yeah you know how fucking psyched he is to tell his friends that he's fucking fucking a 33 year old yeah i i (laughs) i i I think he's he's probably like this is kind of cool there is excitement to that but like Mm. I think what you're saying is totally correct. She has to be cooler with it than
1: yeah, she is. Because it seems like she's so worried about it, and I don't think there's that much to worry about. And I think a lot of times, or older people in general, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's just women that are like this. I think they're they're afraid of getting played out by somebody oh, younger yeah. than them.
0: Well, that's, this is the thing. She doesn't want, you know, the. there's a phrase that is overused, but worth talking about is, am I... Am I wasting my time?
1: Yeah. Am I wasting my time? And do you want to be that story? Mm-hmm. Do you? Because a lot of times, like, I don't know for me anyway, I think in relationships where it's like, do I want to be that story? I had a blow up with a girl and I was like, do I want to be that story she tells? You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by
0: that for her?
1: So, like, for her... She doesn't want to be the older person in the relationship that this young guy now gets to tell his friends about, like,
0: oh yeah, I remember that 33-year-old yeah, I had and yeah, I got yeah. away she with this, I got be, away with that. She doesn't want to be a, you know, a notch on the belt, exactly you know, that type of thing. She does want to exactly be, uh, like a, you know, uh she don't want
1: to be the MILF story. Not that sure. she is, but I but, don't think that he's trying to play you. I think that you should let whatever this is happen.
0: Yeah, and I think the, you know. We get into this on you up last week um, on the other podcast. Mm-hmm. This is the the clock women are working with. I can understand. She's like, I'm 33. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be, you know, seriously seeing someone who doesn't see me seriously. True. So I think that also takes like it takes you asking the right questions and and also. But also, women think they don't
1: have to listen. Because I was just about to say, also takes, and I don't. I don't mean this. What's her name?
0: We we don't do names. Oh, hilarious.
1: Well, to you, madam, I don't think that. Um,
0: (laughs) you calling her madam isn't helping her age issues. Oh, I'm sorry. I just talk like that. My family is
1: from Orangeburg, (laughs) South Carolina. I just speak like that, ma'am. So it's one of those things that we all have to get over ourselves a little bit Uh because I think that's what this is. You need to get over yourself just a little bit in Mm. regards to you know can I take this serious. And will he take this serious? Yeah, I think let all, it happen.
0: Let it happen, but also let it go. Right. So, so, and let it go. What I mean is, be ready to let it go. Right. So you are thirty three. Mm-hmm. If you want to bring age into it, you can go. At this point, you know what makes you feel good from a relationship. Mm-hmm. If those, if if that is getting, if that if that's is not being met, if
1: if your if your parameters aren't being go. met, get out of there and and
0: don't waste your time with. Well, maybe you'll come back. That has nothing about age. Yeah. That has something about your... And character. ...ability to read between the lines. Yes. So is he taking you out? All right. Yeah. There we go. He's 27. And 27 isn't that young. It's not. He's an adult. That's a whole grown man. And again, you're not even that much older than he is. Yeah. And don't make this... I'm going back to what Nico said in the beginning because this happens in a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. Don't lean on the easy joke of the relationship. Yes. Oh, and I'm the old woman and you're the young man. You you know, will because t- then, you
1: will tire a dude out like that Yeah, too.
0: and he'll end up at one point go, yeah, maybe she is too old. She is too old. You know, like, and, and, and then you're going to reveal that like, your timeline is a little bit quicker than his right that's what you have to if if he's backing down to your town if he's not adding up to your timeline Mm -hmm. time to go you gotta go and i feel like you would know that right
1: now so to whoever you are ma'am i wish you the best and let it go you know what i'm saying let it go you're 33 you're not ancient j J train oh
0: yeah daisy fuentes holy shit are you good she does have fuentes to her
1: I don't know who Daisy Fuentes is, but Daisy
0: Fuentes—if she looks anything
1: like this lady, she's very
0: attractive. I'm a—I used to be obsessed with Daisy Fuentes. That was my yeah. type. We all were. Oh my god! I
1: used to be obsessed with Eve. You remember Eve? Yeah. With the fucking paw prints on the titties. Of course, <laughs> boy. There's Daisy
0: Fuentes. Oh, okay. Do you, I see it? Good work, That's Great work. Shelby's very good. I'm kind of afraid to ask this nigga who I look like. I don't get into that. <laughs> J train podcast insane. at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Chameleon Worry. Wor- wor- <laughs> Worried, I'm a millionaire. Worried, I'm bothering my boyfriend by crying too much.
1: You definitely are. <laughs> I can assure Short you. Short answer <laughs> Feather,
0: Feather, big fan of you up in J Train. I've featured you in my story, and I tell all my friends, thank you. Anyways, to start off, I don't want to say I'm a crier. Because I feel like Jared has some jokes locked and loaded on self-described cries. I feel
1: like when she cries, I feel like when she cries, this is how she
0: cries. I don't want to seem like I'm complaining. i yeah. <laughs> We really need yeah. to make this thing I'm better. not a pain in the ass while being a pain in the Y'all, ass. Yeah. That, and that's
1: the most annoying because like, yeah. you know what you're
0: doing. Stop. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, I cry a lot. It's my response to situations no, that no, are emotionally charged, <laughs> i.e. fighting with my boyfriend or family when I'm over, really overwhelmed about school, when I Uh, When I get really mad, my boyfriend and I are doing long distance, so sometimes I cry when he leaves. Um, The issue is that before I started dating my boyfriend, I never really noticed how often I cry because I find crying publicly a little embarrassing. So it was always just me who knew. Now I notice because he's normally with me, um, note not saying it's usually his fault, just we spend a lot of time together and that happens to be with me. Um, And it's made me really self-conscious about it. Now I know it's because he's normally with me. Okay, so, and it's made me really self-conscious about it. I feel like guys probably find girls who cry to be really emotionally draining or annoying or whatever, and that just makes me more upset when I'm already feeling upset and vulnerable. Any insight on how guys perceive this? Would this be a deal-breaker? My female friends say Hmm. they cry a lot too, but they don't really see me cry, so I'm not sure they have uh, a good sense of how frequently it actually is. I have seen a counselor. He said, I'm just tender hearted and wasn't overly concerned about a it. Very for nice reference. counselor. For reference, it probably works out that I cry twice a month. <laughs> I, like, I like that she has an Excel spreadsheet. Right. Of exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I cry
1: <laughs> twice a month, usually right before <laughs> dusk yeah, and then yeah. again at dawn.
0: And I'm at a, I'm at a 32 cry a day. Right. but it's been a rough past couple of weeks, and it's shaken out to be more like weekly. Big yikes! I know. No, you listen. We all okay. cry. My so, boyfriend says I'm not. I'm too. Says I'm too hard on myself. Okay, take a pick. I, a
1: t- I mean, if this email is any um <laughs> any indication,
0: she then says she attached pics for classic shell. We've got a few still have lookalikes throughout the years, and I'm curious. Oh, okay. uh, but she didn't attach pics.
1: Aw, poor baby. Well,
0: now she's going to start crying about that. Okay, so um, Train,
1: I'm I'm, I'm, going to start on this one. Go for it. So, ma'am, it's one of those things where it's like, Kat, I wish y'all had to drop on this. Cat Williams said it best, and excuse the B word, bitch, it's called self-esteem. That was one of the best lines Kat has ever okay. used, and I think it applies here to where you're fighting yourself. I don't even think your boyfriend's thinking that hard because if this is how you are, this is how you are. Yeah, if y'all still together, is one of the things he's probably learned to accept. No one likes yeah. to see their, their mate cry. Nobody sure. likes that. But if that's how you do, if that's how you do business, that's how you do business. You are what you is. Right. Yeah. And he's clearly down for the business. So if you're yeah. crying when he leaves. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. You miss them, yeah. Like you, the, everything own you it. describe, you own cry, it. yeah, you and, cry, and also, you, and you're not even crying a lot. I cry more watching anime than she does
0: in a month, according to this she, email. And, and to me, she cries the way she described it is at proper times, proper times. But also, she cries when, like, it, it, this is her natural natural body state. Yeah, it's like sweating to her.
2: I know somebody who cries like every day. Yeah, like yeah. You, I could show like a. Like a cute, like a viral vid, and, and, and somebody they, else will be like, ah, oh, she's, boom.
0: And sometimes, I'll say this, crying, the vulnerability that goes with it, it's hot. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. It's good. And, and guys kind of, I was with my girlfriend, and she started like tearing up a little bit. And I'll never forget it. We're like in bed together. Mm-hmm. There's a tearing up going on. And at some point, she goes, are you hard? Yo. And I go, I'm so sorry. Like, she was telling me, like, serious shit. I was like, I started, she started laughing. Mm -hmm. I was like, but it was so funny because I was like, yeah, I wasn't gonna say anything. Yeah, um, I, I feel bad for the situation you're talking about, but also it's a little hot. But she opened and, up and, to and, you. And it's like, and it opened up to me. Yeah, and I. And I, guys, we don't usually get that all the time,
1: to where it's like you fucking like your hearts are touching. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's like we're actually connecting.
0: Well, I we're putting a really positive spin on our boners based <laughs> on their cry. There's <laughs> might be a psychologist listening, being like, "Yeah, that's really fucked up." I mean, but it I, might be. I, I, I it might be it's fucked up, but I didn't really. In my mind, I didn't have fucked up feelings. I'm just like, no. I don't know. I'm listening to her story. She looks really cute when yeah. she's crying. Um, this dick is it, just its It's not like you're going out
1: doing bad shit to make her cry so yeah, you get hard. That's that what would I'm be saying. Weird. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> I had a girl cry because she was proud of me, and I don't think
0: I've had better sex ever in my it, fucking life. This is, it's so I hope this comforts her a little bit to hear that, like, you got uh, three three men here saying that they all get boners when they cr- when they see a girl cry it for for the right reasons because it's like again uh, that's why I went and saw the Notebook in theaters seven times <laughs> I was like I gotta get this boner <laughs> just, again just, just so you can get it <laughs>
1: that's a damn I shake. love
0: that's why I love the Titanic yeah but on,
1: honestly I don't think there's anything wrong with you I think um I think you're being Owned your a, own a, worst being, enemy
0: and it, yeah and, and and here's the thing two things going back to the last email. Yeah, you fucking cry. So this doesn't have to be your narrative. You don't have to be, and look at me, crying again. again.
2: Okay, we get it.
0: If you didn't cry, something would be wrong. Here's the other thing, and it doesn't sound like she does this, but sometimes if someone's crying or they're getting more emotional than everyone else, they use that as some sort of credibility Mm -hmm. for why they... Uh, why their feelings are more, more important. important than yeah. other people's. And it's like, don't do that move. Yeah. And, and it doesn't sound like you're doing that, but it's something to be aware of where you go, I am, like, it's it's the equivalent of someone having a baby and going, as a mother. Right. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do, you, uh, what do you think as a person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, being, a li- anyone can become a mother. Right. You know, like, or a father, whatever.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at the length of the email here, and I just think that you're you, you know so much about yourself that it's a detriment to you. Just let, let it, it be. Let it be. Life is to be lived. And the fact that you care as much as you do is a good thing. Don't no dude want to leave that girl. She's like, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody want
0: that. Also, no guy's been like, I got away from that bitch. She was a crier. Yeah, like i never that, heard that.
1: Those words have never been said. Now, mind you, I've been in situations, but this is back in high school yeah. where I was with a girl. And she was always playing up her emotions. and But she, was, she wasn't she was crying. This bitch was like, I'm going to kill myself. Every other uh, text would be like, it was good seeing you for the last time, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. So you're not that. This isn't a deal breaker. Yeah. The fact that y'all are still together. Is that the proof is in the pudding? There
0: it is. You good. J Train go. Podcast at jima.com J Train Podcast at Gima.com here with Nico White. At yeah. Nico White93. And E K O White Nine Three, baby. <laughs> ten twenty five. Headlining New York Comedy Club. Kang. K-A-N-G is the discount code. Get, get you get your ten dollars off that thirty-five
1: price, baby. Go.
0: We are sponsored people, ZipRecruiter, ZipRecruiter, ZipRecruiter. Listen, people, um, I, I we've talked about ZipRecruiter before. If you're hiring, if you're looking for people, it, it is difficult to find the right people for the right job. R- ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them for you, okay? It's technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you get quality candidates fast uh so i i got a the, the cafe altura's coo dylan miskowitz needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company but he was having trouble finding quality qualified applicants so he switched to ZipRecruiter, recruiter ziprecruiter.com um and, and so dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply listen this is dylan dylan this guy Had an issue and he needed a person and ZipRecruiter goes and finds the right person. That's the thing. Everyone wants jobs. Everyone wants a better job. But you got to find someone that fits the puzzle piece that you are missing. So four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's right. You're not going to be wasting your time. You have business to do. You don't need to be looking for people. Let ZipRecruiter do it. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash jtrain that's ziprecruiter.com slash jtrain ziprecruiter.com slash jtrain j-t-r-a-i-n ziprecruiter.com slash jtrain that is a free trial you can try it for free this is great free money people uh ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire ziprecruiter.com slash jtrain dating equivalent of safety schools
1: whoa hold on wait a second this let me uh, adjust my glasses for Jesus. this
0: she sent pics and all this well, stuff. Well, god damn, that's a badass staircase. Celeb lookalike for Shelby. Mm-hmm. She's very good looking. Fucking um, This isn't to say the other ones haven't been, but... I mean, but this come is on now. This is a model I mean, Shelby, Flat. she's going to want look So yeah, sh- hey Amen. Discover this podcast, I podcast recently as a me. big fan of stand-up comedy. I've been loving get the guests and relationship advice you rule. I'm feeling pretty discouraged... Here's her pictures. Okay, Shelby taking it in. Shelby's doing his assessment with the
1: Shelby snarl as he gets yep. it down. I'm feeling
0: pretty discouraged in the dating realm. For background, I live in L. A. She looks the most I live in L. A. Yeah. ever, right? Yeah, that didn't shock me. And uh, I'm 28, and I'm broke up, and I broke up with an ex a little over a year ago after being together about seven years in college and after. It was pretty mutual, and we definitely outgrew each other, so not looking back there. In the past year, I've gone on dates with a few guys I met on Hinge, but haven't been pursuing finding the next guy too aggressively because I want to be open to the universe. That's the most L.A. sentence ever. Um, I also generally, uh, I'm also generally afraid of forcing any situation with a guy or appearing too interested. If oh it happens, it happens. Gosh, I feel really awful saying this, but the following has happened twice to me. I'll go out hook uh, with and hook up with the same guy over the course of a few weeks or months, casually not hear from them in a little while, then see this guy, same guy on social media, start dating a girl who's objectively less attractive than me. Ooh, I know I bring a lot to the table oh. in terms of personality, selflessness, sense of humor and sex, to be completely honest here. Uh, And have had guys tell me all the above, so when I see this happen, I get in my head a little about what went wrong, and my self-confidence takes a blow. Do guys ever feel compelled to pursue safer bets? Again, I feel awful and awkward asking this, but it's something I've witnessed more than once, and it's only feeding my fear of rejection. I'm pretty new to this whole dating thing anyways. Uh, Attaching Mm. pics, love you, mean it. So. I'll say to her, this is the perfect place to send this email. This is the judgment-free zone. Yes. We have uncomfortable conversations comfortably. I love this email, actually. Okay. Because she's saying, hey, I'm going out with these guys. Uh, nothing's really happening. Then their next girl
1: ain't looking like me. Right. But see, that that's the part of the email where I went... Uh because of and, course and it's not that's and, the
0: one that's that's what she expected from from and, people. But and I, I, that's
1: what it is, to where it's like I I could already tell by your email that you're deeper than that. Mm-hmm. I could tell that you're deeper than that. And the fact that the first thing that she said was, Oh, fuck that, that bitch ain't on my level. And that might be where one of the problems is. Because, mm. yeah, it sucks that the other person isn't as attractive as you, but you have you definitely have more to offer than just your looks. You definitely yeah.
0: do. Yeah, and and she says she's afraid of rejection, which, which all of that, us are. But, but
1: we all are. But it's a it's more apparent once she added that part about the next girl being. Well, Less what's apparent
0: about her a fear of rejection is she writes the answers are sometimes in the emails. That, that's what I'm and saying. She wrote, "I'm also generally afraid of forcing my situation with a guy or appearing too interested." And, and so, when what you is, don't want to
1: seem too interested, you seem like you're not interested. And on top of that, you're hot. So on top of the on top of the regular fucking insecurities that come with being somebody mm. or just casually hooking up with somebody. Then you know how hot you are, which could be a detriment sometimes. And then you don't like to seem too interested. If you don't seem too interested, a lot of women will just seem uninterested. Yeah, and I, when we know you have options, especially as fucking gorgeous as she is, if I know you got some options and you don't seem interested, well, shit, I'm out.
0: Yeah, I, uh, guys, guys are ego-filled uh, animals. Yeah, and if you don't, if if you're looking at someone that doesn't necessarily make you feel good about yourself when you're an ego-filled mania animal. Yeah. You're gonna go. I, I'm not gonna really go around this person. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kind of drop off. I I do think that when you say, I don't know what this email appe- makes my head hurt. What is appearing too interested? That's the thing. Because well, right? Because you she
1: she hasn't laid on anything that tell that tells me anyway mm-hmm. what her interest looks like like when she's interested what does that look like for you are you going are you talking to this person every day Yeah. are you like hitting hitting up in the morning like what's but the but also to
0: defend her also she is a categorically and i'm not saying this this isn't to doubt there's a couple of things mm-hmm. first the the next girl a guy is with has nothing to do with the last girl absolutely nothing and that's a that's a huge thing that women um, because they compete with their relationship levels a lot, yeah. they end up. Uh, because our competition with men is 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 work and financial yep. and look at the type of girl that is on my arm, mm. and those aren't healthy either. I'm no, not defending no, those. No, societally, that's just what's come out. Mm. Women a lot of times are who's the married one, who's the single one, who's yep. in the relationship, and that's how the order is defined. So when they see That someone that isn't as good looking in their eyes as them is in a a They think they have a problem and you don't. No, you have no problem. It has nothing to do with you. Someone's going to be with you at some point. Yes. The point of that is to say, don't count the money in other people's wallets. Exactly. You have no idea the reasons that they stayed together and you, the reasons they stayed together isn't, one of them isn't,
1: that last bitch. And but and that's what I want to get to, right? And like you did, to the, to defend her, one of the things is that, because she says she's fairly new to this date and stuff, right? But she's also,
0: to defend her, she's also so hot. She looks like Emily Van
2: Camp.
1: Emily Van Camp. Boy, you, okay. I'm telling you, dog, you scare me.
0: I mean, it is uncanny how good, here she is. Wow. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're good, man.
1: So it's one of those things where it's like, if she's new to dating like she says she is, when she says, I don't wanna like seem too interested or whatever, and we tell her like be more interested, who knows what that means for her? She might hear that and go, like, Okay, I'm gonna hit him up every minute on the minute mm. or if she's doing the opposite of
0: that, she might never hit him up at all. So well, there's I, levels I, to be played with. Remember here. when we just said that we get hard when we watch a girl cry? Yeah. Yeah. You know what that was from? Vulnerability. Yeah. So I, I used to have this a lot where when I went on dates with girls, like, this would happen because I, I like I like a curvy woman. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. Like i thick, baby. Into it. Mm-hmm. When I would go out with them, or meet them in public and show interest, a lot of times there was this weird defense mechanism where they were like, kind of mean. And I I noticed it with, and I'm not trying to generalize, I'm just saying this would happen a lot with the type of women that maybe weren't getting pursued in the way that I was pursuing. Right. And they come at well, oh, 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 you think you're funny? Oh, and it's like this whole defense mechanism. Well, that's because they have to go through the day and get it. Like sniped
1: at them. Like I don't know the type of woman you're talking about, but like for me, right, thick women mostly black and Hispanic, right? Mm -hmm. They walking down the block and it's fucking pickup lines all goddamn day. People saying little slick shit to them. Sure. So when you sit at the table with them, you throw your little funny lines like, huh? You think you funny? Because she been dodging those little lines all fucking day before she got to you.
0: Not serious, right? Like those lines aren't taken seriously or given seriously sometimes. So, and and I think for her, she's. A beautiful girl who's probably dealing with a lot of shitty fucking dudes. Who only want to get in her pants. Who yeah. want to get in her pants. So it's like, I don't understand where she's putting up this defense mechanism where vulnerability is a weakness. But right. what we're saying is if you're going to go on dates with someone and you do, you have to own that you like them. Yeah. Stop liking people because they like you. Yep. Own the things you like. And you say that. And show a little vulnerability. Show that tear. That sh- and show that brings you w- a guy in more. Show that you want to be with a motherfucker
1: because you you two goddamn gorgeous to have to worry about any of that. Yeah, shit. And,
0: and that doesn't mean answering every one of their texts and going out when I, you know. No, this means when you do go out, getting a little personal, right? You, you know the, those things. Every think,
1: time you lead a date, I should be able to take something about you home with me because
0: and what she's not realizing is those next girls. We're probably doing that. That's all they did. Yeah. That's
1: all they did. And a little bit of personality, a little bit of opening your door to let somebody walk in. Motherfuckers got to see the house before they buy it.
0: We are sponsored, people. Woo! Woo! Yeah, you, you hear those ghosts? That's not someone leaving your bedroom to never text you again. That's a real ghost. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Halloween. Remember when planning your costume as a kid was like the most fun thing that you could have had pre-Christmas and for the Jews, uh, yeah, pre-Hanukkah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, And now that you're an adult, Halloween feels less Halloween-y. Am I right? Well, Meundies is bringing back the childlike joy of picking out the perfect costume with their spooky prints and Halloween costume onesies. That's right, costumes onesies. Boo! Listen, I love what Meundies done has done. They're a fun company. They they have, they know that you're looking for something easy breezy to get on your body for Halloween. And they also make things really comfortable. The worst part about Halloween costumes is spending a whole night with, you know, you know, a knife in your ear and you're like, oh, this is I feel awful. Well, let me undies solve this issue. They're spooky soft, designed to be the best thing you've ever put on your body soft. Like softer than a fluffy kitten dressed up in a pumpkin spice costume. That, like softer than brain zombies love to eat. Oh, too far? Well, you get the idea. These are the softest undies known to man. They're also available in sizes extra small to 4XL, soft for all. Um, so listen, I love me undies. I love that they give. You know, free money to the people that listen here. If you don't have their underwear, like if you want to get one of their onesies for Halloween, that's great. I wear the underwear all the time. It's spectacular. It feels good. Uh, talk about feathering your nuts. Um, so MeUndies has a great offer for my listener. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. That's a no-brainer, people, because they have 100% satisfaction guarantee, so you can, you know, send them back if they don't work out. So to get your 15% off your first pair, of free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Podcast at gmail.com dot JTrainPodcast at gmail.com Shelby, we got time for one more. Where are we right now? Because I didn't write forty eight. Forty eight. Let's do one more email. And then we got some news. We do. Let's do one more email. Does that sounds good. More. Yeah. I'll give one you the more email. I'll give the Nico the choice. Okay. I'll, I'll do. I'll read a couple titles. All right. Hook up train to Greenwich. Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Did my inability to talk about feelings scare him away? Um, well-seasoned fuckboy or Just an Idiot? My Not-So-Transparent Ghost. Hmm. First Dates Nearby.
1: Well-seasoned fuckboy and the uh, the one that was talking about emotions. But since I can't remember that one.
0: Let's do well-seasoned fuckboy.
1: boy. Yeah. Cause for, first, of all, can I say this? Cause I know this sure. email is probably coming from um, a white woman somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> y'all got to stop using the words "fuck boy." Only because, and we need to like, cause that's something that started in the like black side, right? So, I,
0: I, I, what is? That's interesting to me. I like. Yeah. I, I, I I like that. What What do you What, what is fuckboy boy" in the black community?
1: You want me to be honest, please? Fuck boy in the black community, what it originally meant, it was a derogatory term for like gay people basically meant faggot that's what fuck boy meant oh, you know what i'm saying okay when you would get called a fuck boy that was somebody calling you and you know and, what I'm saying? and, and
0: now it's been over it's and i been got news for you that means you're gay <laughs> so I right so.
1: so that that's what oh by the by the way to the people that'll come back and listen to this podcast to cancel me in three years <laughs> um i'm just giving a little urban dictionary no history, we're, so. this is
0: the, there's context to this conversation they don't give a
1: fuck about context so
0: i'm just setting it okay. up now <laughs> Seth Simmons, shout out. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck that! I don't know who that is, but <laughs> stay away from me. Yeah, okay. So in the in the black community, that was a derogatory term for gay people. Not you ain't gay have man. to be
1: gay. That's just what niggas would say to you to call you a faggot without saying
0: faggot. Got it. Okay, I like that they 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 moved on from one term to find another term that oh, was, yeah. you know, then became bad as that well. That was
1: right up there with fuck boy, suck my dick. That was all in the same area of disrespect. And now it's been
0: acquired by white women oh, to ah, describe boy. guys that are trying to... To have a lot of sex and not commit.
1: I just find it hilarious because they get offended by so much other shit. You know sure. what I mean? And it's <laughs> like,
0: well, you out here using fuckboy boy, don't even know what it started
1: as. That shit would get you murdered down it's, south, well, dog.
0: Well, you know what's funny about that is like it's like going to like China mm-hmm. and thinking a word sounds cool yep. and then realizing... That that is the N word, right? You know? like, right.
1: You you over there. You say that shit. You get hit over the head. Like, what? Why? Because you just said the most
0: disrespectful yeah, shit in the no, country.
1: So I'm just saying, be careful. Just that know word. What,
0: know how you're saying it. Know it, what you're saying. That word could get you killed listen, I, down south. I um. We talked about this. We had a guest on Mary Beth Barone who has a who has a show mm-hmm. where it's called where she does a fuck boy. What was it? <laughs>
2: Like I, kind of like remaking them or something.
0: Well, <laughs> well now that you think about it, if you, wow. if you, if you told someone about that segment, I, Mary Beth was great. She's fantastic. She's funny. I but it, but she, I did kind of question her on the use of the term because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like to me, it's calling someone a slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I don't use the word slut to refer to women. Yeah. Because I'm like, ugh, I don't. That's not the right word to say. Well, it's shame. I, I understand the the context, it, but it's like two wrongs don't make a right. Two wrongs you know, like, don't make a right. Do, but are we growing or are we just trying to get back at people? No, we're just trying to get back at people. So, but then it's fuck, she has fuckboy redemption, I think. or it might be that, yeah. But it's funny that Hilarious. she's almost in, in another part of the country. That might be considered like uh, sending a gay person to... Uh, Oh, conversion, conversion therapy. therapy! Hilarious. Yeah. Know, like, so I'm just saying that word would like that term would get you
1: killed down south. That's you. That that was fighting words.
0: Let's uh, well, let's read this person's well-meaning email. Hey, hey, Jared. Only a listen little to the
1: podcast. Feel bad. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. We want we want the information. Yeah. Only a little wine, tipsy. So uh, we'll come to attempt to keep this as uh, to the point as possible. That sentence Lady, is already the hardest this, one for me to this read. Email this email
1: is three scrolls long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it's not so bad. I was in the process of casting uh, for a TV show earlier this year. Throughout filming, I noticed one of the guys on the crew and found him very attractive. I didn't end up being on the show. and months l- I didn't end up being on the show months later. He reached out to me via Instagram to see how I'd been. That means he's interested. Mm-hmm. We started texting very frequently. We were FaceTiming at least three times a week for about a month. Damn. We were even having very honest conversations about what we wanted out of life. And... He said he wanted a family and was frustrated uh, that he felt work and traveling held him back from that. I was refreshed by his forwardness about these things as I'm at a place where I'd like to start getting on the road to settling down. For more context, I'm 28. He's 39. If y'all, one of y'all is on the
1: rightful track of setting down he, mentioned, down. he
0: mentioned that he would love for me to come visit before he leaves where he's filming now and heads uh, to the next place, which will be even further away. I had already planned a trip to see family. That's about two hours from where he is working now. So I suggested that I could make a day trip. Mm-hmm. And from there, it was set. We were supposed to hang out today, Monday, because he was off work and I run my own business. So kept the time free. He had mentioned earlier last week, the week before planned visit, that he found out he might not have his day off since it was the last week of filming and that he'd update me. He texted Thursday that he, in fact, did not have Monday off. I responded with, that sucks, but we'll still be able to see each other next month. He had already mentioned he would stop in after filming he was, when he was free. He texted Friday morning about how disappointed he was about the trip not working out and asked if there was any way I'd be willing to drive there. Sunday evening when he got back, they, they were out of city filming something to have dinner and hang out. I agreed and that was, that, that was the last I heard from him. I headed to see my family right after that text exchange and reached out the de- uh, the next day Saturday to check in. Hey, I know you're busy working, but let me know when you'll be back in town tomorrow so that I can plan when to head up there. I saw that he was uh, active on Instagram throughout the day and viewing my stories, but he did not respond. I didn't hear from him until 3 a.m. Mon- 3 a.m. today, Monday morning. Yeah. So he heard she heard from him after they were supposed to hang out that Sunday. Yep. He said he didn't have service all weekend, he's That's sorry. That's bullshit. It's bur- bullshit. He's sorry the trip didn't work out, he expressed that work was screwing up his social life again. Um what? First of all, did you think I'm an idiot and that you actually just didn't have service all weekend? And second, I totally gave him the out about not hanging out and he asked me to still come then disappeared. Please tell me if you understand what's going on in his mind because I'm lost. Okay. I'd assume he, if he's just a seasoned fuckboy and does this all the time that he wouldn't have ghosted and at least tried to get sex before disappearing. <laughs> but instead, he seems so genuine and so into all of it, then disappeared and lost service, quote unquote, all weekend i feel totally justified in being pissed that he didn't respond after inviting me and giving lost service uh, excuse but why does it seem does he seem to think it's not a big deal thank you she gives her instagram uh okay so i'm i gonna start on this one she goes so, she gives his instagram but it's not helpful because he's now that he has no pictures of himself he's just one of those guys or just old.
1: <laughs> okay, well, you answered a couple of your own like questions in this email. Mm. First of all, this is a 39-year-old person on social media with your young ass. He already, like, y'all, y'all at two different stages in life. You mm. know what I'm saying? So this is probably the game he plays. But also, there's something to be said with, like she mentioned, it's not like he tried to like show up and just get sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then bounce. So there might be something to what he said. I don't think that it was one of those things where he lost service. That's obvious bullshit. But yeah. he might have just lost interest and doesn't know how to fucking say that.
0: Well, that's I, I I'm with you. The last thing you said is what speaks to me the most because yeah. I've kind of been this guy. As have I. Yeah. So I've been (laughs) this is the thing. This is why people write in. I've been this guy, and I've been this guy where I get to the point of like like I've been they're distant. Yeah. They're distance. You get to the point where you're like, you're talking, you're getting along on social media, you're getting along on text, and then all of a sudden you get there and it's like, do I want to do this? Do I, was, was masturbating to the idea of it enough? You're right. And that's what he's doing. Well, he's sometime, going, sometimes now, you have empty balls and you go, yeah, you know what? Now I can just go to sleep. Uh, exactly. And and what men do, and this is an ego-driven thing, yeah. is we go, he, here's the thought process, and I know this is going to sound insane, but I'll go. I bet you it won't. Uh, this girl's cute and... Monday, like a whole day, I was gonna have my day off, yep. and I, I don't even know if we're gonna get along in person, but you know, and then I gotta, I would like to go to the gym and like pay my bills uh-huh. and have my, well, okay, let's cancel Monday. Me, oh, you know, and then a day goes by and you go, well, maybe she can come Sunday. Yep. Now, then, J- Jared, how old are
1: you? 34. You're 34. Mm. That guy's 39. I'm 26. Mm. I've had the thought to where it's like, you know, you talk to the girl online or whatever, mm-hmm. just just to see if you can. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Just to see if you can get it to the point where it's like, yeah, I'll come see. And you all excited and all that shit. Then you go through your week. You go mm-hmm. through your day. Mm-hmm. And then you know, all right, I set up to meet. But shit, I got to work. Okay, cool. I'll work. Then you're done working. And it's like, well, you know what? I want to just fucking sit here. I can, I can lay down. Yeah. Ooh, I can eat. I can eat. You go, you eat, you go to sleep. You wake up, it's three in the morning. Yeah. You missed everything. Yeah. And it's like, shit, she ain't gonna believe that I just came here, went well, to sleep. I'm not willing to give him that.
0: No, I'm talking about me. Of, <laughs> no, but I like I that could happen, but I'm I'm more saying that every time push came to shove, mm-hmm. he was like what, what are we gonna meet once and then and maybe then at, and then at, maybe 39. Fuck, at 39 we're gonna meet once we're gonna maybe fuck and then I'm gonna be this fucking asshole because then a month from now she's gonna wanna hang out again and I'm gonna have to hang out yep. because we already fucked that one time
1: or I can't hang out and she'll think all I wanna do was fuck and then never it, talk exactly.
0: to her exactly so it's like he's going through and she's like well he's not a fuck boy because he he would've gotten the sex and that you know he's He's an egomaniac. <laughs> he's an egomaniac <laughs> but like but all of
1: us. He's an old egomaniac. Yeah, and he's and, he's
0: and he's saying to himself, "What are the long-term prospects?" And I think women think of the the long-term success stories. Mm-hmm. Men think of the long-term crash and burns. Yes. And and what men are think what he's thinking is not how great the day or the night will be. He's thinking how horrible the, ending, the blowback the is. blowback and how bad the ending's going to be and i think every time your trip came it weighed on him that he'd be making you make a trip yes. and that would not result in marriage and, and i know she's going well i don't want marriage.
1: at some point you do and it what road which road
0: is going to lead me to less personal
1: annoyance
0: and the and that is canceling on you masturbating falling asleep and you know Covered in my own cum,
1: And no and know <laughs> that that has nothing to do with it nothing, you. Yeah, yeah. That's not all to do him. It. It's all him. And I think that's kind of a part of it too that might make some women upset where it's like so, wait, this had nothing to do with me?
0: It never nothing. had anything had to, do to do with you. It had to do with his ego, his insecurities, his feelings that, like, I'm going to make a girl drive two hours. Right. To, to maybe fucking then never speak to her again. Maybe. And, and, and you know, it's, it's that like, it's,
1: it's that weird, and dudes do that shit where it's like, it's almost an odd sympathetic kind of thing. Yeah. To where it's like, it's,
0: I don't want to make
1: her drive. It, it's this it's thinking too wrong. much of
0: yourself yep. while also understanding that you're hurting m- somebody. That you're going to hurt somebody. So. And I I hope she hears that and goes, and here's two men going Mm -hmm. of different age groups. Yes. Going, yeah, we've done that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's like,
1: bro, I've legit been at the point where it's like, (sighs) she could come over or I can nap
0: yeah <laughs> I legit get some sleep that i've been missing and sometimes the nap is a lot better and a lot and, lo- and a lot and it's always a lot less stressful j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com nico white thank you for coming on brother thank you so much for having me i'm glad to have finally done the podcast i, uh, I am too at nico white 93 go follow get involved Ten twenty five headlining new york comedy club you want to do some news with us is that cool i'll do some news with you shelby hit it
2: You guys ever have a dream where something's happening in your dream and you kind of wake up still half asleep and you go kind of do that thing? Yes. Like, oh, there's a somebody breaking oh. in and then you go up and you're kind of rushing to the door. Uh, <laughs> weird like that, or even a milder version. Um, milder, but yes,
0: I understand where a dream feels so real that you have to like go wait, 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 mm-hmm. get your bearings. Yes, yeah, yeah, I understand. You're
2: that. you're late for a gig, and then you sure. realize oh, it's it's, it's
0: three a.m. I'm not. I yeah. had a
1: very lucid dream like that once. I did an edible and fucking. I thought that I was running from something mm. and then fucking popped up in bed, fucking arms Story, fled, Okay. <laughs> like so I was about to get up out of there. So
0: Nico's definitely been there more than me, but I understand. Yeah.
2: Well, one woman, mm-hmm. uh, somebody's fiance, she was engaged, had a dream where a bunch of bad guys showed up and <laughs> were going to rob her. Okay. getting <laughs> a bunch of bad guys. Go ahead. So... To protect her two point four carat engagement ring in the dream, she Mm. swallowed it. Oh my god! I don't want to. The thing is, she was not just a dream. She was not getting robbed, but in real life, she woke up freaking out and swallowed her engagement ring. So, Uh, mm.
0: I mean, isn't that a reason? I didn't know you slept with the ring on. A and B. Um, I don't. I don't know how you
1: could just wake up and do that.
0: Yeah, how I, did you not H Well, I guess if you were running, then I didn't leave she the bed. Though. I know well, she might have like gotten it to the throat part and then just gulped.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was, that was a so small is, ass ring. How do you get that ring out?
1: Shit, she
2: uh, she they her, her fiance. He woke she woke him up. They kind of laughed about it and they took her to the urgent care for an upper endoscopy. Oh my god. And uh, doctors retrieved the ring and they got it back two days later. Oh, ew! that's nasty.
0: That's a, that's one of those where it's like, what else was that husband going to do? Like uh, how it's, it's funny that like, it's a funny that a husband in that position, like the first thought is like, that's hilarious. I can't believe you saw that. Now go get my ring. I'm wondering, yeah, get that ring. You better get it fucking back. I'm wondering how a woman would respond to that. Like, I swear, I woke up and, like, if his ring was missing the next day and he was like, No, 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 I had a dream. She would check your poop. <laughs> she would like, get some gloves. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> slept and you slept. And you, you had a dream of bad guys. That's how you protect the house. Take this laxative,
1: motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see if this ring pops up. If that
0: ring doesn't come out of your ass, your ass is fucking out of here. You're out of here. Like, I'm wondering. How fun that would be reversed. All I know
1: is that I'm keeping the ring from now on. Like, she's going to still be my wife. we still married. But I'm putting the ring on the keychain. It's like
0: when people put a lock on the door of the fridge so they don't (laughs) eat at night. Yeah. She's going to put a lock on the ring.
1: Like, but did she not gag? Did she not choke? What's her fucking, like... I don't, I don't know, man. That, that's just <laughs> awkward as hell to me.
0: That's a funny way for women to talk shit about if someone's ring. Oh, I bet you she could swallow it. I bet you you could swallow <laughs> dumb, that shit. Dumbass.
1: <laughs> you know her mom probably, oh, oh my God. Her mom is probably making all those jokes like, hmm, small enough to swallow it, <laughs> I see. <laughs> so we got more?
2: We do. Right. This one's another bit of a horror story. Uh-oh. Okay. Did you guys ever adopt? Even even consider such. I was
0: just talking about this the other day. Of course I would. And then, you know, what's crazy is so nice. I would adopt. um, It would have to be, you know, uh, specific to like a situation, I think. I I mean, I would want. But I think I would I I think adoption is a a great thing. And uh, of course, I would
1: I would adopt only to prove um, there's a certain point that I've always wanted to prove that family is in quotations, right? Okay. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be blood related to be family.
0: Okay. I That's a nice, so I think that's nice.
1: That's always something that I've felt. So I would adopt one kid, but I would want that kid to be so different from like me. You know yeah I mean like adopt a young white kid, yeah. from somewhere in the middle of the country, a and fuck then boy, raise him hilarious. hilarious then raise him up in the blackest way possible, yeah just to get in that duality of what the world thinks your perspective
0: is versus what your actual perspective is. It would be funny to see uh, how he would be responded to, yes, you exactly. know like it, like how like so like his experience, man, like like I don't even know he would come back and be like well, yeah, we, you know, that's how my family did dinner. And then people would be like, this is problematic. Right. You, you know, you're but, culturally appropriating. But and, to
1: watch those people have to live and while being wrong. Because, I, you know, yeah. I, I grew up in the projects and people assumed that, like, the projects here in New York don't have any white people in it. The white people that grow up in the projects, you'll mm. get, like, two extremes. You'll get the ones that get old, like, older white people that grew up in the projects sure. in, like, the 50s and 60s when Roots was out. Some of them have no sympathy for what black people go through because when the racial tensions hit, mm-hmm. they got bullied at school. They got beat up. Uh, so they were never in a position where they saw black people as um, lesser than because they were surrounded by them. They were always in power. So when they hear shit about like the cops and all that, they don't want to hear none of that. Oh, well, you were the victim. It's like, now nah, you made me the victim when we were in school. Interesting. And then you had the other side to where my boy, um, I'm going to call him white. For this, but he um Chad, yeah, he grew up so close to us, yeah, that he says nigga and all that shit, and no nobody stop him. Hair pulled back,
2: big hoop earrings, bro. If
1: you try to tell this nigga that he's not black, he will fight you in the fucking street. Really? In and would you
0: defend him?
1: Yes, yeah, because to him is it goes back to what I said about family. Mm. They raised him you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. and it was a pot it was positive it was never negative they never made him feel
0: left out we gave him
1: the nickname white but that's only because somebody else already had his
0: given name see sometimes i get a little perturbed Mm -hmm. when someone will be like oh i grew up around jews yeah 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 and i'm always like okay Mm -hmm. i i get it well they usually i went to a lot of bar mitzvahs growing up and i go no, you didn't have a fucking mom down your back like I did, right? <laughs> like you didn't well, have the they same... use that to justify bad behavior, and that's the part that pisses you off. And tr- yeah, yeah.
1: Well, they go, I got, yeah, I understand. I grew it. up around Jews, that's why I say the K word. It's like, no, 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 <laughs> no. It's not how the fuck that was. Well, works. it doesn't
0: get that bad, but I, <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying. So, what do we got going on?
2: Uh, Christine Barnett. You mm. heard of her? no. She no. wrote. The book *The Spark*: colon, A Mother's Story of Nurturing Genius and Autism about her son Jake it was a bestseller, and she even uh, was on *60 Minutes* in 2012 talking about it. Okay, oh, where? Uh, her and her husband they uh, decided to adopt a young daughter from the Ukraine in 2010. Okay, mm-hmm. they are now being charged with child neglect. After oh, no. they left the daughter alone and moved to Canada and claimed what? that she is not a child but actually a 22-year-old woman. Come on. I'm sorry, what?
0: Hold on. I have to tell you something. Yes. I was, the reason I was talking about adoption the other day, you know, Jess, my girlfriend, was like, would you ever want to adopt? And I was like, yeah. if the situation, kind of in the same way I answered and that, and then I got a text from her later being like, oh, my God, I forgot. Remember? Have you ever seen the Omen? The Orphan. The Orphan. The yeah. Orphan. The Orphan. Yo, and, oh yeah, I've seen that creepy ass movie. So I guess the Orphan is about is about this family d- uh, adopts a kid, and then they the kid tries to kill him, but the the reveal spoiler alert is that the orphan that they adopted was actually like a 20 year old psycho yeah yeah yeah. that had like dwarfism or something like that or whatever the affliction that the person had to make him look young yeah but and she goes we can't adopt was that that was her like you know and i was like first you're crazy tell wifey (laughs) marvelous work
1: like if i if i if i could use both hands she'd get a whole applause break right now (laughs) Because that's fucking hilarious. Because I was
0: like, this is a crazy text from her and yo, now you're telling this story.
1: Yo, and w- one, and one, one hour today, she's like, yeah, we could definitely adopt six hours later. Now, fuck that shit. Yeah, if it then, don't come out of me, <laughs> it ain't coming in this house.
0: I watched a fake movie and then I'm hearing this. I'm going, and I'm thinking, well, you're fucking out of your mind. And then this is, it really happened?
1: This might be the same story, though.
0: It might be based, This the story was based off of. This was made after. Okay.
2: The, the, the movie was made previous to her being adopted okay they adopted natalia when she was <laughs> supposedly six years old okay.
0: i don't
1: believe no six-year-old is ever named natalia what i don't a we- give a fuck
0: what a weird way to deal with it just leave her behind I <laughs> good luck yeah we're out we're happy here. birthday
1: to <laughs> how so- old are? 21
0: oh get your shit we're going to canada we're out
1: of here
2: since she was terrorized by the girl for years she would make up statements and draw pictures saying she wanted to kill the family members roll them up in a blanket and put them in the backyard if what? you if Come you on. if
1: you 22 looking six first of all you're gonna learn to
2: respect me oh 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 she has a form of dwarfism I, that's that, what it was so this is literally this the movie. is literally the she movie says i saw her putting chemicals bleach windex in my coffee and asked oh. her what are you doing she said, I'm trying to poison you. Well, at least she was <laughs> honest. <laughs> what are you doing? Bitch, I'm trying yeah. to kill you. Don't Isn't you it know obvious? what I've been doing here? She said that uh, she told the Daily Mail that Natalia was a woman. She had <laughs> periods, adult teeth, and never grew a single inch, which would happen with a child with dwarfism. Wow, this is I'm not crazy. laughing at the
0: dwarfism. I'm laughing at the audacity of this little bitch. So this woman was on 60 Minutes, like basically saying that she <gasps> oh, had God. a she she had a genius, mm-hmm. and that's the other kid, but not this kid. Correct. Well, how's the
1: genius holding up?
0: Yeah, not that genius just well. seen this right away, right? Yeah. No, but the genius had autism, right? Is that what it? he,
1: he did. And well some do shout out shout outs to the genius um as far yeah. as far as the what little, a
0: scary thing to live in the house it wouldn't have been i'd have, bro, i'd have beat the you shit have out a new
1: that door sister. You, you got a new sister and then you wake up this bitch is putting chloroform so in so
2: your did coffee they get,
0: so they got charged with child neglect
2: they uh they had
0: to drop the charges
2: they had in to have. 2013 they abandoned her in an apartment. <laughs>
0: Well, she's <laughs> a weird way to to handle after, your
2: situation. After they were able to legally change her age to twenty two, uh, yo, this stuff. whole
1: story is so fucking funny. But it's, they
2: paid her rent, like they were like, "Here, we'll nah, we're bitch, gonna get, see, you we're, gotta be homeless, we're fucking off. You ain't about to
0: put Clorox in my coffee, and <laughs> I'm gonna pay your rent." See, I'm always, I'm always a little bit wary of any story where you go, "Yeah, go to the police," like you know what I mean. Like yes. this is okay, hey, now's the time where this, like what happened that they felt the need to pay her rent? and after That's how scary that she was.
2: They uh, were, char- this happened in 2014. They were just arrested recently for the neglect. Like this was found out. Well, and uh, first attempts all, to track down Natalia have been unsuccessful.
1: Uh, well, well, That bitch is some way of putting Clorox and coffees and Starbucks well, around the country.
0: <laughs> well, we're all talking about this story right now. To get ahead of this, we're talking about this story right now with the information we have. Yes. So as far as know, we know,
1: little Natalia was trying to kill the people that seems, were nice enough to adopt her. It
0: seems that Natalia wasn't in the right... Maybe they find her, and I, I hope they find her because you don't want her dead. No, I just don't want her like going in supermarkets, putting Clorox and water <laughs> yeah. bottles and closing
1: them shits for the public oh to buy.
0: My. What a story. What brought that up? So they just got arrested?
1: How mad would you be if you got arrested when you know she was putting Clorox in your coffee and was also a whole grown adult? Yeah, she's 40, still getting (laughs) mad at them. It that that kind of that's it's almost like the bagel boss shit. Because look, I've been tall my mm-hmm. whole life, and short people have always been really like mean about it.
0: Yeah. You know oh, I mean? really? They come at well the same thing we were talking about where Bro, they come at you harder, so hard so that you won't make fun of them. They get the joke out. I, I was, but I was never trying to. Sure. It was
1: they were always so mean. So like when it came to people, like I didn't feel sorry for the little bagel boss dude, mm. and I don't feel sorry for young Natalia because. That's such a shitty way
2: of being. Well, he is just a five foot asshole. Here's
0: her, if you want to. Take He's the- an she, asshole, but she was also putting like. She does look like a child, but I mean that's scary. That's scary because yeah. she's
1: older than me.
2: Yeah, they said uh, the the mom was like, "Oh, that's let's, let's have a bath," and she had like a full bush. And no, that, no that, stop and that, it, stop no, it. I swear to God, get get it out says of here. It in that, That's done. in the story. That's uh, the story? It says. What, where, yo, what website are you yo, on? It says I'm pubic finished. hair, it's not full bush. <laughs> full bush? bush. I'm okay. <laughs> Jesus, I editorialized. All
0: right, that's the end of the news. A Full bush. What do you, CNN.com doesn't have full yo. bush written. Jeez, we write to edit. <laughs> My
1: nigga.
0: <laughs> My nigga. Thank hey, hey, you for bringing the news at Classic Shell on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Those poor parents. Those Nico supporters. White, thank you for coming on. Brother At Nico White 93, go follow, go support. Oh, Fucking hilarious. Oh, thank and, you. And listen to the
1: Potterhood Podcast. I have a podcast on about Harry Potter. So,
0: Oh, really? What's it called?
1: Potterhood. The Potterhood, Potterhood. Podcast. There, there on it is. Everything.
0: Get it involved. I'm Jared Freed. Every Tuesday and Friday, keep spreading the word. The album, go listen. Always a mama bear. Um, Just on anything. It's on all this stuff. Appleton, Wisconsin, this weekend. Get your tickets. JaredFried.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.